0: Good morning! It is Friday, March 4th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in Scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. It is Friday, and we have a typical rhythm on the Commuter Devotional that by Friday, we are in a place where we need to start getting our hearts and our minds ready for the Lord's Day. We know that our weeks are busy, and Fridays are a huge relief, but... We're not always the best at rolling into our weekend, getting ready for the Lord's day. Instead, a lot of time we put off things until Saturday night or we stay up late on Saturday nights. And by the time Sunday comes, our mornings are a mess. And by the time we get to church, we're just distracted and not ready to feast on the Lord's word preached to us. So we start on Fridays. We take whatever passage we're looking at and we don't do anything special with it. We just put a special emphasis and ask for a special emphasis on using it to prepare our hearts to be in front of the word preached to us alongside our brothers and sisters, sharing in the ordinances of the church and worshiping God together. So let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray and then we'll dive right into it. This is Hebrews chapter 12, verses 3 through 17. Consider him who endured from sinners such hostility against himself so that you may not grow weary or faint-hearted in your struggle against sin You have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your own blood. And have you forgotten the exhortation that addresses you as sons? My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor be weary when reproved by him. For the Lord disciplines the one he loves and chastises every son whom he receives. It is for discipline that you have to endure. God is treating you as sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? If you are left without discipline, in which all have participated, For you know that afterward, when he desired to inherit the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no chance to repent, though he sought it with tears. Let's pray together. Father, as we go into our weekend, what a great passage to prepare us for the Lord's day, and just to prepare us for our day. Lord, this is an excellent piece of scripture, teaching us how we should move forward in the faith, pursuing holiness. God, as we consider this heavy topic today, won't you be with us? Amen. Oh, my friends, this is a good one for uh, the beginning of the year. I know it's March, but it still feels like the beginning of the year, and this time of year, a lot of our New Year's resolutions have fallen by the wayside and, uh, you know, gotten ruined or whatever. But this passage is kind of one of the key passages that I personally have used to make sure that my New Year's resolutions are, one, in line with scriptures, but, two, grounded in the hope to move forward. This passage is telling us that as believers, we are to endure discipline, sometimes self inflicted discipline, for the greater good. We're supposed to move forward in holiness, not greater good as in good for everyone else, just a general sense of good. The good talked about in this passage is holiness, godliness, Christ likeness. So let's start at the beginning. The author of Hebrews is telling us to consider Jesus, the one who struggled against hostility, so that we may not grow weary or faint-hearted. There is a tendency when we put habits in our lives or when the Lord disciplines us that we get bummed out, we get weary, we get faint-hearted. We feel a sense of weight that God is against us. But this passage is exhorting us to exactly the opposite. It's telling us that we need to struggle against sin. And <laughs> he even puts this kind of tongue-in-cheek way. He says, listen, you struggle struggled against sin, but you've never resisted it to the point of shedding blood like Jesus has. So move forward as sons of God. The reason the Lord disciplines us, the reason that we partake in our own sanctification and discipline of our bodies and habits and souls is because we are sons of God. He uses this great metaphor. He says, listen, our fathers disciplined us and it was good for us. They disciplined us for a time in the best way they saw fit. And didn't we respect them? It's one of the markers of a son is that they were disciplined by their parents, by their fathers. It's the marker of a daughter, that she was raised in the faith through discipline, not just going out and doing whatever she pleased. There's a structure. There's a way that the scriptures tell us that we're supposed to raise our kids. And similarly, he says, if we respect our parents for those things, for that discipline, how much more should we respect our father when he disciplines us? He doesn't discipline us because he's cruel or because he's angry like our earthly fathers could sometimes do. His discipline is perfect. And it's for our good, meaning it's moving us forward, that we may share in his holiness. All discipline seems painful. It's never pleasant, but it yields the fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. It's like a proverb embedded here in the middle of Hebrews. So then he says in verse 12, lift your drooping hands and strengthen your weak knees." This is a call to the believer to put habits in their lives, to regain control of their lives. When things are out of control and there's chaos in our lives, we as believers need to get back in line. And this is one of those spots that we go to to talk about New Year's resolutions or resolutions in generals or goals. Believers should have goals in their lives that move us forward to make our path straight for our feet. And he says at the end of verse 13 that it's for our healing. So brothers and sisters, as we go into our weekend, do we consider the one who has died for us, who has shed his own blood for the resistance of sin, for the conquering of sin, for the death of sin? Brothers and sisters, do we strive forward in holiness? Do we run away from any bitterness that springs up and causes trouble? Do we run from sexual immorality? Do we run from foolish decisions like the ones that Esau made? And do we desire To inherit the blessing for which the Lord purchased. We must do these things. Or like Esau, when he fell away and did foolish things and gave up his blessing for a meal, he had no chance to repent even when he sought it with tears. Brothers and sisters, we go into our weekend and we prepare for the Lord's day. Let's strive. Let's pursue holiness. That's why we come to God's word, is to look and be more like our King Jesus. Our great high priest as he's been presented here in the book of Hebrews. Lift your drooping hands, strengthen your weak knees, and look to Christ, the author and perfecter of our faith. Let's pray together. Father, as we go into our weekend now, it does seem like the author of Hebrews is bringing this letter to a point, and this is one of his final pieces of application in the book, that we are to strive forward in holiness. God, how many of us do this on a regular basis or just let the day go by as another day Lord, as we face today this Friday Lord, we ask for your help help us to look to Christ help us to lift our drooping hands and strengthen our weak knees and pursue holiness through discipline to not see the discipline you've inflicted on us as unpleasant but as love from a father who wants the best for us to look and share in his holiness so father as we go today we ask for your help we need your spirit within us to empower us to give us life and energy Use this word to transform our hearts, to make us even just a little bit more like you. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you on Monday.